When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I knew there was one more coming in there. Yeah. I knew that it wasn't enough just to have the sacks and the interceptions. I knew that there was a whole nother layer coming. How you feeling this morning? Now we're Come streaming on, on our YouTube on. channel. It is a million dollar Monday. The Rams got drilled again by the Cowboys. There's a lot going on okay, right now. I, I honestly, I don't even know where to start. Dodgers start playoff baseball Let's start tomorrow. There. Let's start there. Rams are in a, in a complete spiral. Eh, they, so we'll get to that USC eventually. and UCLA are both, what are they, both top 10 teams in the country? Not I think quite. UCLA, UCLA is like is 11, 11 or 12. Yeah. But there's so much freaking good stuff going on right here in Los Angeles, well, aside so. from SoFi Stadium, aside <laughs> so. from the Cowboys Stadium yesterday at <laughs> oh SoFi Cowboys House. You know what we need? Can I just stop you right there real quick? When San Francisco came in uh, to, at week 18 last year, right? Yeah. Last game of the season. Mm -hmm. And everybody's like, hey, hey, the Rams. <laughs> Where are all the Rams fans? And Because San Francisco, red jerseys, right? Although the the Rams, or excuse me, the Niner fans that came in covered in their red jerseys. Yeah. Um, Jorge included. <laughs> Jorge included. <laughs> the two fan bases that have come rolling in this year, Buffalo, Buffalo and, and Dallas, Dallas, they're blue. It didn't look quite as bad. It was. It it was it was just as bad, but at least on TV it didn't look quite so bad because uh, of the blue jerseys. I'm making the walk from SoFi to Hollywood Park Casino about halfway through the fourth quarter, and you hear this the walk of shame. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah, that cow. Something good happened for the Cowboys. <laughs> it, it, it's just it, it's it's really really just kind of taking some. Well, just I mean, got to kind of take ownership of it. It is what it is. Here's the reality. <clears throat> The good thing is, okay, we'll just handle business. You shut them all up. Yeah. Just haven't done that this year. Not that quite not so exactly far this year. This Look, year. We'll, we'll get to Matthew Stafford. I, I, by the way, yeah. I'm still 100% in on Matthew Stafford. Mm -hmm. I believe that Chris, he, are you is, listening? he is doing the best that anybody could do under the circumstances. I know that he, he's been sacked 21 times in five games. Yeah. Good luck. Yeah. Good luck well, this if is, you've been sacked 21 times in five games trying to get anything going offensively. Stafford in the offseason, or at least in between weeks, when's the bye week? They got Carolina and then Carolina, the bye week. Carolina then the bye. Between that point and their next game against the Niners, he's got to be able to scramble like Lamar Jackson. <laughs> That's the solution. Is there some sort That's of speed the training? Like, hey, uh, here's what we're going to do. We're implementing the Lamar Jackson offense from this point forward. Matthew, you ready for that? All right, go. Well, you got to watch more film on Mahomes. Okay. <laughs> You want to be elite for the Rams. Oh my gosh. We need you to scramble. It was not good. And there are here's here here's the most upsetting oh, slash got, yeah. alarming part. They've got beat up. It does not feel eminently fixable. Now, mm -hmm. if a bunch of things break the right way, this this kind of goes back to what we're talking about the Lakers. Like if, if these eight things happen, sure. hey, it might work out. Eight things never happen. You might get four. If you're really lucky, you get mm -hmm. five. Sometimes mm -hmm. you're unlucky, you get three. But the Rams may be in that situation where you're going to need eight things to break your way, and so far none of the eight have broken their way. It was uh, it was a lot yesterday, Slee. I'm not going to lie. How was your weekend? Okay, just real quick on that. So you said, um, what are we talking about? I think it was on Friday. We are trying and okay, predict this, predict that, and I know I mentioned I'm like, look, they're they they keep telling us they're an average team. We just have to listen to them. They're an average team. 
This was the third time they've played a team this season. That's a pretty good team. Mm-hmm. The Niners, are, I think, now three and two. Beat Carolina yesterday. The Cowboys, one of the surprisers in the entire league. That they're are they four and one they now? They are four and one. Buffalo's doing what they're doing. Put Buffalo to the side. Buffalo's okay. They're 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 on their own. Let's just say they're the best team in the NFL. The Cowboys, you would think. Okay, we can hang with them because they also have a backup quarterback. All right, they're not a perfect team as well. The 49ers, just two weeks ago, three weeks ago, before Trey Lance got injured, it's like, are they rebuilding? What are they doing? Like, okay. The 49ers scored 10 points against the Denver Broncos. Or was it 11? It was something. something. It was it was 11. I think they lost 11 10. Uh, yeah, so right? they had 10 points. So they're not just losing, they're getting smashed and out muscled by a lot of teams out there that you would think especially in the nfc that you can hang with yeah yeah i think uh i think they have set the bar of yeah we're a very average team at best at this moment they're averaging 16 points a game the sean McVay team is averaging 16 points a game look i'm not saying that the defense that they've got out there right now is the 85 bears it's not this is not the 2000 ravens but they're given yesterday. You take the nine points that the offense gave them. Yeah, that's thirteen points. You go back to the week before, or not even the week before, six days before Monday Night Football against the Forty ers and they only gave up fifteen points. Mm-hmm. Th- this is not a, a defense that can't stop anybody. This is an offense that can't score. They had nine on Monday night. They had ten last, and the only reason they didn't have three is because Cooper Cup made a play that was you know a fingertip grab that he and he outruns Trayvon Diggs to the end zone. Um, 75 yards for a touchdown. They have one offensive play that made you go, all right, there it is. That's pretty cool. That could have easily been 22-3. to three. Easily they been 22-3. They to got three. into these kind of desperate modes as well. You know, sometimes we see teams, they'll throw – they they had that fake punt, which is in their own um, – in By their the own territory, whatever yeah. the case is. But doesn't that, when you start seeing plays like that, yeah, you're boy. saying, yeah, you can't move the ball, and they, you're desperate, so that's why you're running a fake punt. Deep in your own end. Which you don't get. They're coming back and scoring, and that tells me that the entire offense is like, well, it's worth the risk. Here, here's can't move the ball. Teams that have fake punts, mm-hmm. teams that try trick plays. Mm-hmm. Okay, w- One of two things. You're trying to swing momentum. Cooper Cup had a trick play, right? right? Yeah, and it 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 didn't work. Mm-hmm. When you have fakes and trick plays, you know that your offense isn't good enough to just kind of go do what you need it to do. You mm-hmm. need that you need to catch somebody napping on a fake. You need to catch somebody that blows an assignment on a trick play. Yep, because just lining up and going because you don't have working. confidence in your it's own. It's not yep. working, and they knew. Hey, listen, we're already behind, and when they fell behind nine to nothing, that game could not have gotten off to a worse start. See, I wanted to talk about our weekends. I yeah. wanted to talk about yeah, all the things, and here you go. Show. You got me all fired up about... A minute and a half into oh the game. A minute and a half into the game, they scored. It, Cowboys scored. It, well, sort of, yeah. I mean, they, the Rams gifted them six mm-hmm. points. Thankfully, they missed the kick. I guess it turns out it didn't matter much. But, th- okay, here's the thing. First play, th- th- and this is where, and we are doing the postgame show yesterday. This was a source of frustration, I think, for a lot of Rams fans that were weighing in on this. Um First play of the game, quick play to Cooper Cup. Mm-hmm. Second play of the game, quick play to Cooper. You're like, oh boy, here we go again. All Cooper Cup all the time. And it's third and one, third and two maybe, and you're still on a relatively short field, and you decide that you're going to have inst- third and one. Let's yep. get that first down. If it doesn't mm-hmm. happen, punt it away. Let's you know, let's start this game. Mm-hmm. You do a, a long developing play. Matthew Stafford takes a deep drop. The whole thing collapses right on top of him. Uh, the ball comes out, scooped up and score, and the game's 
three plays old yeah. and you're behind six to nothing. There could not have been a worse start because everything that it was predictable. Yep. You can't block. Yeah. The defense is going to come and kill your guy. Yeah. All of these things happened and it took three plays well, for it to come through. You say true. it couldn't have got worse, but on this Guess next, it could have happened on the <laughs> first play. Well, on the next drive, they get a block punt. So technically the only good thing there is he didn't pick it up and run for a for a touchdown. So, and again, the defense did a good job to hold, hold him to three. A field goal. They they did. It's like, okay, yeah. this is gonna be, you know, thirteen to nothing like that. So based and off got of all that, how was your weekend? Actually pretty good. Okay, right. <laughs> I had a I had a pretty nice weekend. I mean, Sunday was not great. Uh, Sunday didn't go the way that I was hoping for, but we know the Dodgers are going to play. We yeah. can get the Padres. I think that is a, a nice little break in the Dodgers' uh, favor. We'll talk about that coming a little bit. I was spent most of my weekend in San Diego, your neck of the woods, Salee. Went down there to see uh, my daughter's parents' weekend at San Diego State. Got to go to a, a gala. I got to put on my North American cut suit all Damn over right. again. Um, yeah, it was sent a photo. It looked. Uh, yeah, it was great. Looked great. Had a what, great is that, rooftop bar? What was uh, it? No, it was down on the ground floor. The Wine and Culinary Institute okay. of, of San Diego. I, I think that's something like that. But mm -hmm. I got dressed up fancy. My wife was fancy. My daughter was fancy. It was Perfect. great. Had a great time. Had a couple of drinks and uh, not a bad way to spend the weekend. I Went did. to a new place on Friday night for dinner. Won't oh, be going back. <laughs> yeah, oh. see, this is what you get for. for oh. when, when, when wait, all wait, of wait. A sudden, what did you, what did you just say? Deviate from your routine. You're not going back? No. Okay, I had the same thing. Dinner on a Friday. I'm not going back. Tried out a restaurant. Yeah, see, that's what you get for trying stuff. <laughs> uh, and it was it was one of those where it's like, no, let's just try it out. Yeah, we've never been there before. And I'm not gonna give too much details because I'd hate for you know they got some work to do. Let's just put it that <laughs> okay. way. They just they just opened this thing up. I don't know a few months ago. Trav, doesn't that that first first time you go, it's almost impossible to go back when you have a bad experience. Was that the first time like you went to that first place? First time been there. Yeah. So we this is the second time we we hadn't been in a while and we we kind of wanted to mix it up a little bit yeah. and I'm thinking, you know what if we went back to and I don't want to say the name for this and same like, thing I, yeah. <laughs> and, and Susan said I have I, I kind of remember we weren't crazy about it I'm like I don't remember it like that we just mm -hmm. have never really, we went in sat down martini was okay it's okay and then after that it quickly unraveled it's done it's quickly and it's like all right done we just okay. if you scratch go, it off the if, list if you go alcohol right out the gate. Yeah, mine was like, did you guys underpour our wine? I mean, just oh, it's okay. That's like, not cool. It's all right to put a little bit extra. It's all right to actually pour just a full glass. You don't have to measure it. I don't need somebody a with a ruler. Is a six ounce pour is the standard pour, I believe. Give, give, give me seven. Just give me seven. Don't give me. Don't give me five and a half. Oh, we'll get to Keenan <laughs> Allen. Don't worry about that. I didn't see the tweet. Yeah, you were telling me. Yeah, no, we'll we'll get to Keenan Allen and Brandon Staley. But they shorted you on your pour. Would you get like five and a half? Was it less than that? I think it was less than that. Did you did you say something? No, I wouldn't I say anything. That's why you got to get the bottle. Just throwing that just as a safety measure. Just in the in the interest of safety, then you get the bottle. Well, and you know, you just you. you just don't want this. You don't want somebody either weighing it or measuring with a ruler. Like it's like we don't need that, guys. Just just get the pour. Could be worse. And you just opened. So don't you want to kind of get people excited? Yeah. Could how about get Vegas? The, hey, I the little, feel like the lock on the pour where the, you have to like it goes. It gets yeah. you to the milli microliter exactly yeah. what you're supposed to get. When I don't like that. When John and I went to that fine establishment, yes, the second round of drinks, my drink was basically pure pineapple juice. <laughs> of course it was. Okay, it was, it was pure <laughs> pineapple juice, and I actually went up to the bar and was like, hey. Um, I don't think you guys put liquor in here. I, I'm not kidding, Trav. I swear I had other people try it. I don't think they put liquor in the drink. I missed it. So I go tell her, and she's like, no, we put liquor. 
I'm like, so is that it? Okay. That's the end <laughs> and that. it was like the slowest walk back to my table in front of the stage. Yeah, that's a depressing walk because not only are you there in front of the stage, in front of the stage, yeah. but you also don't have your tequila and your worthy uh, splash. My head it's, is down. My head was <laughs> down the lot entire of, time. There's a lot of things about that night that you probably could do. Did you spend my money? Or actually, it's your money now. No, we're going to use that money together. We'll find a way. To no, use it. no, no, no. You spend the money on. Why did you, you pay? Like I still don't even understand. I walk in here like, I said, like it was a real bet. It was a real bet. It, 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 I think it was more of a real bet to John. I did. I never. I did not think when, of it as a real when bet. When Mason said, "I'll give you guys a hundred," said, "I yeah. will do it as well." That's that's a real bet. That well, he paid two hundred. You owe me another hundred. <laughs> no, I never doubled down. <laughs> he doubled down later in the show. I pay what I owe and not a penny more. That's how that works. All right, let's get into the Rams and what happened to him yesterday. Is there any silver lining? Sadly, no. But I'm going to do a thing here, Al. Okay. I'm going to defend Matthew Stafford because I really do not think Morales, are you listening? He's the problem with this, and I'm not the only one that thinks so. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN. Real quick, what's the easiest choice you can make? Window seat over middle. Beach vacation over camping. What about selling with Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash network when you're on a business trip you know what goes completely off the rails your workout routine especially when you book a hotel that doesn't have a gym so what ends up happening is you do a few push-ups and sit-ups in your room run around the block or just skip it entirely lame if you just stay at la quinta by Wyndham, you'll discover there's a fully equipped fitness center at every location now you can wake up and power your buys and tries the right way or de-stress with some cardio the choice is yours tonight la quinta tomorrow you shine book direct at lq.com all right so i gave you 17 minutes to give me credit and none of you have on what Saying that the Padres are going to win that series this week, but I was kind of leaning with you. You, you did. You, you. I did not have to twist your arm. You're like, you know what? I think you might be right. I thought it's kind of funny. Mets won 101 games. Give them all the credit in the world. They didn't play very well in September. They they weren't playing good baseball in September. They did what they do. They they they're they did what they did. How funny is this? We were talking about this about how. That's a team that's just like, hey, just don't choke it away. Don't choke it away. They played the three games against Padres. And by the way, that's usually a Padres thing. So like that's that's very similar, can go the other way. Uh, but because it was in New York, I almost felt like, yeah, they're playing not to lose rather than, I mean, Scherzer set the table. Yeah, he got lit DeGrom, by the way, wasn't great. He was okay. He was okay. Yeah. And then it was Musgrove that-, that No, Mus- Musgrove, by the way, what's up with yesterday. his ears? Why were his ears glowing like they were on fire? Okay, so I, I want to ask you about this. Yeah. What did you make of that whole so situation? The the decision to check him or what was going on the with his ears? The whole thing, f- f- beginning to end. So the decision to check him was just a Hail Mary. 
right? Mm-hmm. The decision to check in, which was I get a, it. Oh yeah, I, I don't even have a hard that when you're getting it shoved down your throat the yep. way that they were. Can we get him off his game? Exactly. Yep. That was a desperation attempt to rattle him to get him angry or or whatever, and it didn't work because mm-hmm. he just went right back to work and, and finished. Do you see him give him the Kenny Powers at the end, the two fingers? <laughs> it was pretty great. Like anytime we can get a major league pitchers to Kenny Powers, Buck Showalter, then you want. I'm here for it. Yeah, Twitter had side by side of the whole thing. I'm like, all right. It was great. Um, The general consensus seems to be, I've heard of this. I never did this because I'm not a crazy person. Sometimes guys, pitchers, will take like uh, Ben Gay, Icy Hot, something like that, something that's got that little burn. Forgot who it was yesterday. I mentioned that on Twitter. Uh, Andrew McCutcheon. Oh, that's who it was, yeah. And sometimes you'll put it on areas that are particularly sensitive. Some people put it on their ears. Roger Clemens put it reportedly other places. Mm. Okay. Um, and it burns, and it, it it creates like you know that burning sensation that that does. If you've ever had icy hot or Ben Gay in certain places, it doesn't feel great, and it just kind of locks you in. Just this, this focus. It's this you focus mm. on the you don't worry about everything. That the theory seems to be that that's yeah. what he was doing yeah. because his ears appeared to be sweating more than the rest of his body. So pretty weird look. Yeah, I, was, I thought it was it's it, and it became the storyline. That's really. Most of the post game interview, that's what it was about. It, yeah. Most of it was weird. It, it stopped from that point on, and the conversation was about that moment. So that made it uh, that made it interesting. But you could feel it coming. Mm-hmm. The, 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 the reason I thought the Padres are going to win that series, and the reason the Padres did win that series, is their best players were playing pretty well towards the end of the line. Juan Soto not great, but trending in the right direction. Yeah. Josh Bell hotter. Josh Hader really hot yep. all of a sudden then you, you got random contributions grisham and dude uh cronenworth and slee i'm telling you that the, the grisham thing is the scariest part of this mm. for me for the dodgers coming up you darvish by, by the way, he's, he was arguably the best player for the padres he, in that three game he got set. on base like six out of seven at bats had a point. huge play on defense he, yesterday he, he too. was he mm-hmm. was terrific along the way but this is how you lose playoff series to teams that aren't as good as you were just some random dude trent grisham I'm, i've heard this on the radio going home last night i'm gonna get this mostly right but it may be slightly off he hit 184 this year Mm -hmm. it's the second lowest batting average ever for somebody that had 400 or more at bats ever okay and so he he goes in there and all of a sudden he's willie mays you can't get him out like this is the this is why baseball so scarier and Degrom. That's what I mean. It just it doesn't make any sense that a guy who put together one of the worst offensive yeah. seasons yeah. ever mm-hmm. is taking two Hall of Fame pitchers out of the yard in the postseason. That's the scariest part about the mm-hmm. baseball playoffs. Not because hey, look, if it were Juan Soto that got hot, you're like, sure, it's Juan Soto. Manny Machado hits a home run. Well, sure, it's Manny Machado. Sure, of course he does. Sure. But when the nine hitter who batted 184 that's for an entire season yeah, is just hitting tanks, mm-hmm. you're like, what the hell are you supposed to do? I had that as a Dodger fan, I'm like, oh God, the last thing you need is a dude like Grisham all of a sudden to be unconscious. So safe to say this. The Dodgers, I heard, I mean, Mason had mentioned it. I heard a couple different guys mention it as well. Everybody was leaning towards, Berg mentioned it to me as well, they wanted the Padres. They want the Padres to come into Dodger Stadium. Um, they won 14 of 19 games against, so there was a stat yesterday that was up. So they're promoting. ESPN's trying to promote this series, right? The Dodgers and the Padres. And it showed their head-to-head this year. This is the final year they'll go 19 games against each other. I think next year, was it? 13 or 14. Something like that, down to 13. Okay. 
So they, they put the stats up there for head-to-head against these two teams. And I'm looking, I'm like, if you're trying to promote this and get people <laughs> excited, you might want to take those stats no. down. See, I couldn't agree the last. So, so let, let me let me just finish it. So they, they were 62 runs was the advantage for the Dodgers in a 19-game series against the Padres. Yep. They went 14-5. and five. Yep. Can anything happen in a five-game stretch, a best of five? Yes, there is. Anything can happen. But I, when I start hearing the... Oh, you know, oh my gosh, you know, what happens here? What happens? It's like, Dodgers, it, it, the last thing you should be worried about is what the Padres bring to the table. Just be the Dodgers. That's all you have to do. You can go and watch this game. You can join 710 Tiaza and White Claw this Wednesday at Clearman's Galley for our Dodger watch party. It's where you had your trial of the century sleep. That's it was right. at the uh, Clearman's Gallery. Um, we'll be there 5 to 8, giving away prizes, tickets, and more. It's Clearman's Galley located 7215 Rosemead Boulevard in San Gabriel, a Thank you, a special thank you to Tiaza. Uh, get more focus and energy in your daily life with Tiza nutri- Nutrient Pouches. Visit TizaEnergy.com and make your mouth happy. Yeah, so. my suit is hung up there. They hung up my suit. It's, like, <laughs> it's in one of those glass yep, cases with the sleeves case, but, the, <laughs> but the whole thing, the pants too and the shoes. They should have your note cards. You the had note thing. cards, if I'm not mistaken. I right? did have note cards. Like, you know how yeah. sometimes they'll put like the scorecard from like the 300th home run? That of course. Hit? Just frame them right in there. The Bible. pieces of the bible that's one of the examples here that's right that was one of your examples okay can can i ask for one favor here okay you know i'm from you know i'm from san diego you are el cajon el cajon specifically go granite hills by the way pretty damn special i have musgrove pitch a game from el cajon oh i knew he was a san diegan i didn't know he was uh, was he a granite hills eagle went to grossmont Grossmont. so probably 10 minutes away from from el cajon i hate the grossmont guys i'm all about the granite hills eagles (laughs) so you have this dude pitch a, a game three on the road against the Mets to take the Padres into the playoffs, which I know people are going to say, well, well, that's not a big deal. Padres haven't hosted a playoff game since 2006. Think about that for a quick second. 2006. So all I'm asking for, I know the Dodgers are completely uh, stacked. I was telling Berg, I'm like, can the Padres just get two home games? That's all I'm asking for. Just let they them get, get a little. They could get one. Let, <laughs> They're guaranteed one. I know. That's what I'm saying. Can they just? Can the city get a little revenue? Just get them a little revenue, and then and then they'll go their separate ways and play the Braves. <laughs> it's, so again, I, I was listening to the game on the way home last night after doing my the Coors Light post game show live from Hollywood Park Casino with myself and Kirk Morrison. Um, I was listening to the broadcast. I believe it's either fourth or fifth. Okay. The Mets, or excuse me, the Padres winning that series last night was either the fourth or fifth playoff series win in the history of the Padre organization. The, Do- the Dodgers have been to the playoffs 10 years in oh, a row. I got row, a better. Yeah, I got and a better. And the Padres won either their fourth or fifth playoff mm-hmm. series ever. I think the Padres came in in 1969, I want to say. Since 1969, they've won a playoff series four or five times. Yeah. The Dodgers have been 10 years in yeah, a row. That's not good. Yeah, it's not good. <laughs> it's not exactly the blueprint of sports no, in a baseball. Little, little inconsistent. They yeah, like they're to not say. exactly known for their baseball. Um, <laughs> Fish but, tacos and Marines. But I, I, I will say, I will say, and I think you said it best. And I don't think the Dodgers are going to do this. How many times over the last couple of months have we said the Dodgers have not played a meaningful game in how long? Last. NLCS. Let's use last NLCS. Because, I, by the way, I'm not being. I, and I know you're not because the regular season, be none of these games are. Hey, this is critical. It's important, especially when you have 111 wins. I don't think the Dodgers will take the Padres lightly. I don't think they will. And they got everything working towards them. Julio game goes game one. Maybe. Clevenger 
Yeah, whatever we'll get, the hell we'll that get, means. We'll get to that. Clevenger goes game one for the uh, for the Padres, which means Julio's going to probably get game one and game five. The Padres are probably going to have two bullpen days over that five-game set. They, I know weird things have happened in baseball, but if the Dodgers just play Dodgers baseball, then I, I really don't think they have anything to worry about. I'll give you my prediction tomorrow, but you're going to want to pay attention because this is what I said last Friday. I get that the Mets are better. I get that all three games are at Citibank Field. Yeah. I, I, it's a huge advantage, and, and they've earned it by having the better record. Al, why do I feel like the Potters are going to win that series? Why'd you cut it off there? Because <laughs> that's, that's the part that I talked. I literally <laughs> said right after that. It yeah, shouldn't be a surprise. But it's the part where I was talking. That's the part that I'm interested Monty in. Monty you're better than that. <laughs> if I knew how to edit it, it would be even longer. I'd just take your Paul, your parts better out than that. and slam my stuff together. Surprise, you didn't just play Travis you're confident. Oh, you're confident with yourself. Yeah, it was... I, I don't know if I feel like that heading into this one. I, I, I feel really good about where the Dodgers are. I think this, if you could pick an opponent in the first round, this would probably be who they would pick just because of the way that it matches up. Padres but, or Phillies? Oh, I think you'd rather have the Padres. I, I, I really do because of what, A, they just had to go through a three-game set. Yeah. They just had to fire their three best pitchers, you know, bang, <laughs> bang, bang. So you're going to get something uh, out of the gate in game one tomorrow night that's less than their best. This this, this really sets up really well for the Dodgers. But there's, there's some numbers that should make you go, huh. I, I sadly I'm old, but sadly I can remember some things from a year ago or 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 back further than that that lead me to believe that this series could be far closer than you might think. That's coming up. You got something? I was just gonna say, I don't think it's gonna happen. The only thing that can hurt the Dodgers early on, flat. Right? Like just yeah. we need to play some games. And and that's the only thing that I think can if it takes them a game to wake up or two games to wake up. Well, it's only a five-game set, so that's the only. You don't have time to wake up. Mm-hmm. If you lose that first game, you're in a big hole. It, it is really difficult in a five-game set to dig yourself out of that. I'll give you some numbers, Slee. That Padre fans, you may be thinking, "Huh?" Dodger fans, it'll be, "Why did you bring that up?" That's next. It's Travis Slee, seven ten ESPN. Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play, and. Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Not asking for too much. He's got a contract that's big enough. <laughs> hey, look, you, the worst part, that may be a viable option at this point because having him drop back to pass certainly isn't working. Is it normal when the defensive player arrives at the quarterback the same time as the snap? Is that how that's supposed to work? Because that happened at least three or four times. All right, on two. Set, hut, hut, and the ball hits his hands, and, oh, look, there's Micah Parsons. Was, nice was, to meet you. Was Anything really that much different than the Niner game? Not really. Kind of mirrored each other. They were really incredibly similar games, yeah. and for exactly the same reason. Matthew Stafford's numbers were terrible. He had two fumbles. He had an interception. He, had, but, but it has nothing. It's not his fault. Nobody 
Joe Montana, John Elway, Dan Marino, Tom Brady, I don't care who it is, mm -hmm. no one is doing anything when you are running for your life before the snap has even arrived in the backfield. When your offensive line can't block up anybody. When your running game is nowhere to be found. How about this? All right, since we're since you brought it up, now now you've made, now I'm defending my guy. I'm here for Matthew Stafford. I ride with Sean McVay, who said this. You know, I love Matthew Stafford. He is competing and doing everything in his power for this team. He needs some help, and we got we got to be able to help him. There you go. He's doing everything in his power. He needs some help. Does having the literally, Al, this is not an exaggeration. Okay. This is not hyperbole. The Rams have the worst running game in the NFL. They're, they get 62.4 yards per game in the league. That's dead last. You, you you have to have some semblance of the ability to run the ball a little. You don't have to have, you know, I don't know, to pick your guy. Earl Campbell back there who's going to run it 35 times for 160 yards. But you can't have nothing going with the, the, the running backs. You can't have a guy get sacked seven times on Monday night and then turn around on Sunday afternoon and have him get sacked five more times. He's been sacked 21 times through the first five games of the season. He has not played well even yeah. when he's been yeah. given a little bit mm -hmm. of time. But the dude is shell-shocked at this point. You say he got he got his butt kicked yesterday. And quite frankly, that he got off the field in one piece is a bit of a surprise. They were teeing off on that guy. Yeah, I, I don't know where to – you could start at the offensive line, but it's not like you stop there with their problems and their no. issues. Right? So it's not one of those um, – I, I don't know how it gets corrected in the next couple of weeks. They're kind of fortunate. Carolina just happens to be on their schedule. They just fired their head coach. Then they go into a bye before they take on the San Francisco 49ers. They're almost lucky that their bye is coming early than in week 10 or something. They need a, we got to regroup. They need, and I don't know if it's going to change anything, but doesn't it feel like you get Carolina and you go into your bye, if you go in three and three, they're lucky. You can They're tell fortunate. yourself that lie. You but, can but, tell but, yourself the lie that it's okay. But you don't even have to tell yourself the lie. You could just say, it's not okay, but at least we're three and three, and we get a second to just take a deep breath and try to figure it out. Um, they're getting, look, in these games that they've lost, they've got dominated. The games that they've won, other really you could say the Arizona game was the only game that they actually had control of the game that yeah. you didn't really feel like they were going to lose. Well the Cardinals are two and three. It's not like the Cardinals are out there. I know it was a close game yesterday, play Philly. They're not a good team. They're they're not a team that you're looking at today they're not a good and team. saying, you know what, that's a team you gotta watch out in the postseason yeah. for. So I don't know what the solution is. You're right that it's not just Matt Stafford, but there's a lot of other things that that, you know, you, you put on Either Sean McVay, you put on special teams, just little things. It's not clean football. It's their special teams have been bad. And look, I I, I am the leading Matthew Stafford apologist. I wear the badge proudly, I, and I'm not doing a bit. I really don't think he has. I don't want to say anything. That's not fair. He has. If we're triaging the Rams' problems on offense, Matthew Stafford is the last thing. He needs to do better. But he's literally the the offensive line needs to be better. The play calling needs to be better. The running game needs to be better. Your players need to play better, like Allen Robinson and Tutu Atwell and Tyler Higby and Skaronic. All the the only thing that's yeah. working the way it's supposed to is is uh, Cooper Cup. Do you find yourself just because of all this during the broadcast? Are you telling Kirk, you know, we got to be better too? Like <laughs> I, I I see you walking around SoFi and just telling somebody, you know, no, we all got to be better. It was not. And he's great. like, I'm a Cowboy fan. You're like, all right, never mind. <laughs> There Never were plenty. There were plenty of them there I yesterday. Know. Look here. You want some good news? Can I give you Rams fans? You want sure. a silver lining right here? Uh, the Carolina Panthers fired their coach this morning, 
Okay, uh, Matt Rule is out, and Steve Wilkes, who was the head coach of the Arizona Cardinals for about six minutes, yep, um, he lasted one season before he got sacked. The Rams contributed to him getting fired as quickly as he did in Arizona, beating him both times. Um, he's your new interim head coach in Carolina. Yeah, yeah. Baker Mayfield is going to miss at least a few weeks. Uh, that was announced earlier this morning. So Carolina will be playing with an interim head coach yeah. and a backup quarterback coming on the road. And Carolina, Pittsburgh, maybe Chicago, these are the worst teams in the league. So if you needed a get-right game, this is what you get coming up on Sunday at SoFi with the Carolina Panthers. I don't think they make the playoffs. The Rams? Yeah. Can Starting I mean, okay. to lean towards that way it's not an unreasonable position unfortunately um here's why i think that they can't. think about that before the season started i know i don't think they make the playoffs like i think at this point i'd be really surprised if they're if they're in that uh i'm not i'm not telling that they won't be in the hunt but if they're eight and nine oh that's no eight that's nine reasonable is probably nine and eight no nine, that's that's where you got to kind of put your head right let's say it's nine and eight mm -hmm. you got san francisco's gonna win the division Okay, right? Yeah. Okay, we've got Tampa. It's going to win the South. Okay, the North, Green Bay, probably. Okay, Green Bay, Minnesota. Let's put them both in. There's okay. four. Go to the East. You've got Dallas and Philly are both in. Yep. Right? Maybe uh, the Giants get in. Giants That's are six. freaking four and one. Yep. But that feels a little bit. I agree in. with you. Let's I, I agree that some of these you could have that record of four and one. That's Does six. it really represent it? Okay, That's six. You're holding seven. Oh, did I do seven already? Yeah. Let's do it again. Uh, okay, look, look. 49ers. Yes. Uh, Tampa, yes. Uh, Packers, yes. Minnesota getting in, sure. They're four and one, yeah. Um, Philly, Philly, Dallas, Cowboys. That's six right there, and you said Gi Giants okay. at seven. That makes seven. So one of those two teams would have, to, or one of those seven teams would have to fall out. Which is not. Wh in. Here's the funny thing. That's why I think they're still alive. There's not a ton it, of great teams in that. It's conference. not crazy to think somebody else is going to fall. It's just I'm not even paying attention to anybody else. The Rams are not giving you an indication that they are a playoff team. Matthew will fix it. <laughs> He'll get it. My friend Matthew, he's going to start lighting it up. They're going to find a way to block it up. They're going to get right. The buy's going to come. They're going to get healthy. Andrew Whitworth is going to convince whoever he needs to convince that he's going to come back to the team. We're going to hold down the left side of that line. We're going to slide no boom inside. See, I just I just fixed everything. You got it. I like optimistic Travis. Yeah. It's very rare for it, you. It, it is. It's not my default setting. You're 100% right about that. Taylor, record that one and we'll play it in the next. <laughs> we'll play it in the next Break you mean as well. this one? I get that the Mets are better. I get that all three games are at Citibank Field. Yeah. I, I, it's a huge advantage, and, and they've earned it by having the better record. Al, why do I feel like the Potters are going to win that series? All right, let's use that one. Stat, stat, um, stat hero, weekend hero. Padres beat the Mets, but the Dodgers are 14-5 and five against the Padres this year. Weekend Hero is brought to you by Stat Hero. Look for local market lineups inside that Stat Hero app and filter by single game. Pay attention to local market lineups at stathero.com. Don't forget to enter the promo code 710. You'll receive a 100% deposit match. Stat Hero winning isn't a fancy. Quick shout out. Had some tweets over the weekend. Everybody playing, uh, playing Stat Hero, nice. so we appreciate that. I got myself. I'm trying to determine here. I don't know if I like this lineup. This is the great thing about Stat Hero. Travis Kelsey and uh, and and um, it, it's Travis Kelsey and Patrick Mahomes on one side. I'm just not going to play that one. You yeah, know, let me just. It seems like they could do some work. Just simplify it. Okay, I'll just go and grab Stat a couple. Hero. Pick another one. You pick get a to look one. at them before it even the game yeah. even starts. You get a chance to do it that way. Um, 
listening to what I said about you know the Padres are got to go on the road. That's a huge advantage for the home team in the wild card. Three of the four series ended with the road team winning. I know, right? Phillies win. The Indians the only win, one, or the uh, Guardians, Guardians are the only yeah, ones that won. And, and the Padres win. Um, that last inning though is is really something else because. You look at what happened to the Cardinals. They couldn't. They had a big lead in one of those games. They couldn't close it out. They were up two nothing and gave up six, six in the ninth. Six in the ninth. Okay. You, the Blue Jays were ahead eight to one. Blue Jays had an eight to one lead. Lost and let ten that to th- nine and let that whole thing come. Yep. unglued. Yep. And even last night, watching the game, we saw Edwin Diaz come in in the eighth inning. And by the way, why are you playing your trumpets in the? Oh eighth my inning? God! I thought I was the only one. I'm like, fellas, read the room. <laughs> read the damn room. <laughs> You're playing the trumpet. By the way, the funniest thing over the weekend on Twitter was they're playing the like funeral funeral music while <laughs> while they're. Did you see that? I did not. They're playing. No. So they have That's the same great. guy that that plays the trumpet. Did we figure out his name yet? Like Tommy. It's Tommy. Timmy. Tommy the trumpeter in his band. Timmy. Taylor the trumpet. Whatever you want to call it. They're sitting there playing it, and it's just all basically funeral music. Don't play the damn music. You're down four to nothing. Diaz is coming in. He looks like an idiot. Everyone looks like an idiot. Know the know the time. Read the place. room. Know the score. Just know the score, right? If tie game, sure. Let the trumpets blare. If you're down, I'm four sure runs every Padre fan <laughs> get you fired up, right? Juan Soto got fired up, had a little base hit to bring it to. Now it's six to nothing along the way. Uh, yeah, no, that that was not well. A good look. You were trying to point out just from uh, I think you were you're starting to read off some of those stats of. You're, you're mentioning you're mentioning the Padres oh. coming into the series against the Mets, but they end up so coming you, out. So you've said this a couple of times. Dodgers went fourteen and five against the Mets or against the Pods this year. Fourteen and five, lopsided. Mm-hmm. They outscored them by sixty-two runs, lopsided. Yep. Butt kicking, no chance. This is the team you'd want to play more than anyone else. Run it back a little bit, okay? Go back to the Dodger. The last time the Dodgers won a World Series in a hundred and sixty-two game season was nineteen eighty-eight. That Dodger team, and one of my favorite Dodger teams of all time, this yep. is not my opinion, this is conventional wisdom, was arguably the worst team ever to win the World Series. Hmm. The least, and maybe the, let me rephrase that. Least the expected least to win. The least talented team okay. to win the World Series. That you had Hershiser, who was on another planet, and then just a bunch of dudes. Okay, Hershiser was that good, and then just some guys that are going through there. They played the Mets that year um, 11 times. The Mets beat the Dodgers 10 of 11 times. Hmm. The run differential in those games was 34. Okay, so they was pretty lopsided. Not only did they beat them every time, but they beat them So sim- similar numbers to what we're similar talking about with the Padres. Now yeah. fast forward to the National League Championship Series that year. Mm-hmm. The Dodgers win it four games to three with a run differential of four. Okay, hmm. they won four games and outscored the Mets grand total four. by four. Okay, which means the Mets, this was Daryl Strawberry and Craig, uh, Greg Jeffries and Gary Carter and just this, this unbelievable team that had all-stars and, and what we thought at the time, future Hall of Fame, just yeah. loaded. David Cohn and just they, they were incredibly talented. And the Dodgers were just kind of in there and playing well at the right moment. Stop me if you've heard okay. this before. Safe to say, if the Dodgers lost to the Padres in this five-game set, of all the heartbreak that you've seen from the Dodgers over, you know, this window of ten years, however they were eliminated in some of these other years, would this be the worst one? 
it would be hard to come up with one that would be yeah, worse. I agree with you. The, the, the only one that kind of jumps to mind was when Nationals. Kershaw gave up back-to-back yeah. home runs to Soto and Rendon because mm-hmm. he'd already done the hard part. He got out of the previous inning, and then they made a mistake running him back out there, and they really made a, run, made a mistake letting him pitch and to two Soto. two solos. Not even um, a two-run shot. No. Two freaking well, they, they solos happen in, in two about pitches. six seconds. Mm-hmm. It, it happened so quickly. But, no, I mean, this is a team that you've dominated. This is a team that you are a lot better than. You've had a lot of time to prep. Everyone is healthy for the most part. It, you You've couldn't had, ask for you're a better not, You're not facing something you did with the Giants last year where you're playing, your guys are pretty much out of gas by the time the playoffs start. You couldn't ask for a better scenario. You couldn't have asked. Now, if Snell and Darvish and Musgrove shove like they did this weekend, it's there's that's your explanation, but yeah, it would be catastrophic. It would be really hard to wrap your head around that. Ask Slee. It's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Not only is it time for Ask Slee, Al, but we're on our ESPN Los Angeles YouTube page. Yeah. We are live, live streaming, streaming right now. this morning, so we get to you can see Ask Slee happening. I shaved this morning. Uh, we both look, look like fresh uh, We both look like thirty bucks. Uh, I'm fired up today. I'm feeling good, even though my uh, Matthew Stafford thing did not go the way I needed. YouTube, ESPN LA, go to the channel. Phone or Twitter, Al? Uh, let's go phone. Let's go phone. Let's go to Panorama City and Darren. Darren, hashtag Ask Slee. What do you got? Yes, if you could have lunch with any historical figure no longer living, okay. but you had to order a, a combo plate at a Mexican restaurant, what three... No, um, <laughs> if you could have any lunch with any historical figure no longer living, or seven lunches with any seven people currently living, Damn. which of those two would you choose? Pound sign asks Lee. <laughs> Pound sign, that's great. Hmm. You know, I, I think I've been asked this question about more from like a concert perspective, but the guy just fascinates me. And he lived for more than just music, but Bob Marley to me, guy lived for something, right? Like he had his own purpose, didn't care. Um, can I get seven people that are living today? I mean, hell, you can go Musk, you can go like think about all the different people you can. But to get somebody that is no longer around, and went the way he did. Like I, I think I'd go Bob Marley. I would have seven dinners with Tiger Woods, and and <laughs> and each each one would cover a different aspect of my. We'd talk a little bit about his dad. I got a lot of questions about that. Would you go to Denny's? Yeah, we'd go wherever he wants to go. Perkins, Perkins would be yeah. off the list, but I'd have questions about what happened that night. I'd have questions about what happened when oh, he. You I, love I, I got the a lot Tiger of things. stories. I, I got a lot of questions yeah. that it would be like a Netflix series. Travis with Tiger, a seven part series. All of our uh, breakfasts along the way. Do you want them televised, or you just want to do it like oh, private I conversations? Like, I think I'd have better luck with the private conversations, but yeah. whatever it takes. I would 100% do that. All right, uh, here's the next one. Uh, this is an interesting one because okay. I kind of experienced this this weekend. Christopher Holmes writes, Who out of the show hosts could go to a college party undetected and not be flagged for being the, quote, weird old guy? Hashtag Ask Slee. I think there's a very obvious answer here. Yeah, I think it's Cap. Why? Because I do not think that's the answer. Um, Cap has a vibe that's already just kind of screwing around, college atmosphere. Um, Did you hear the part about being detected as the weird old guy? Well, <laughs> they detect him later. All his kids are, you know, his daughters, his son, they're all around that age. Maybe mm-hmm. he's picking up on some of that lingo and everything else. It's the only thing I can think of. Yeah, no, it's Sedano. 
Sedano looks like he could be in college. Sedano mm-hmm. looks young. He's by far the the freshest faced of all of us that are here at the station. So just purely by on looks, Sedano could fit in better than everybody else. And I think he'd be pretty understated. I think Cap would be doing keg stands and for jumping all, off the roof. I was roof. just going to say, for all so I know, he's not Cap, going undetected. For all I know, Cap was at a fraternity this past <laughs> yeah, weekend. Yeah, but but highly detectable because he does not look like he's in college, nor do we. This is not any shade on Cap, but Sedano could fly under the radar just because he looks much younger than everybody else. I was at two fraternity parties this weekend. Parents weekend <laughs> at San Diego State. Never in my life. Mm-hmm. Have I felt more out of place and older than I did when I walked into those two things? Never, never. There's been. I've had children. Um, I, I've you know been through deaths in my life. Like a lot, a lot of things that kind of date you in these different things. Yep. Walking through the the door of these places was transformative. You got to keep it going this weekend. Maybe hit someone something up on Friday at SC, and then go You're UCLA. Not understanding. Go to Long Beach State. I, I Saturday can't go anywhere. I can't go anywhere. Yeah, you're walked, not supposed to. I walked through the door. I'm like, it's time to go. It, it's t-. so we walked into the Sigma Chi house at San Diego State. Okay, my daughter's like, oh, oh no, this is gosh. one of the places we go. We go. We walk in there, and I come in. It's this sea of humanity, and they're it's just awful. It stinks. It smells like wait. So that puke so that so that's normal. Urine. The parents are going to All, these things. It, it's half parents. It's it it's it's the kids and half the parents. And I take two steps into this party and I say, and I, I mouth the words, "Are you in kidding me?" Yep. And a mother sees me and looks at me and smiles. She goes, "Just do one lap and leave." That's all I could take either. It was awful. Just disgusting and sticky and pukey I wouldn't, and everything. At 25, I would w- take one lap. Tried it f- nearly 51. It uh, it felt very, very Damn. disgusting along the way. All right, let's see here. Uh, what would be the weirdest thing to eat with a fork and knife? Ice cream. <laughs> Ice cream would answer. be. That's pretty what was that? Are you <laughs> cutting your rocky road? What is that Seinfeld episode where he's eating the Snickers? The Snicker bar. Mr. Pitt. It's the best. It's pretty good. But at least that you can stab it with a fork. It's <laughs> just the best. That's it's, not a bad way to do it. Uh, I was thinking I, like cream tacos would be... or something like that. That would be weird. But you could do it. You could kind of, kind of roll yeah. it and stab it along the way. Uh, Sliwa has now purchased a leather jacket in a parking lot. Yep. And dropped hundreds of dollars in a strip club in just minutes. No, bought drinks that cost $100. <laughs> well, same difference, yes. right? It's not like you dropped it on the floor, but euphemistically. Does this show a pattern of Slee being fleeced by professionals? Yeah, I can. That, that, that makes sense. I can get. Remember I told you I went to that restaurant on Friday? I got. I think. I think the reason why I wasn't happy there. I think I got fleeced there too. I'm getting fleeced. I'm on a streak right now where I'm getting fleeced. <laughs> Look, it's it's. You got to ride the wave. Yeah. You're, you're you're in a low part of the wave, right? Yep. It'll come back up. You'll be all right. How much did you get fleeced for at the dinner? Was it like I'm not the number, but like a little bit, or like strip joint level fleeced? No, it was more. Well, that wasn't worth it. Like you don't want to walk away from a restaurant with the first thing that comes to your mind is yeah, that wasn't worth the money. All right, one more here. Slee gets invited to a lame party, and he needs to escape. This okay. is from Daniel Tapia. Mm-hmm. Problem is, you can't find your ice chest. Do you stay and look for it, or just call it a loss and leave? Yeah, I think you just take your loss and call it a day. What if it's like a good, like a Yeti? Like one of those is really expensive. It's cool with the strap and the zipper. It's a couple hundred bucks right uh, By the there. way, buying that at REI versus buying it at Costco, just go to Costco. <laughs> 
don't know if you ever seen the price on that bad those, boy at REI. They're so expensive. Yeah, they're they great are. coolers, but they're yeah. expensive. All right, if it's one of those, then yeah, I might have to wait till midnight. Everybody leaves, and then now I have a chance to go look at All it. Right, I'm gonna split the difference. It's not a a, a, a Yeti, yep. but it's also not the styrofoam one from the gross the then grocery I'm, store. I'm leaving it. It's like a Coleman one. I'm leaving it. You're gonna leave it? Yeah, I'll leave it. Ice chests are pretty important. How I many, know they th- are. Th- this is this is gonna be the true litmus test. How many ice chests do you currently own? Just one. Just one. Yeah. yeah. See, I don't know if I can take your testimony. <laughs> I may have to I don't, reevaluate. And I only use it for camping. Yeah. See. That's it. This is, uh, the, the correct answer is I think you leave if it's a styrofoam one from the grocery store. Well, that one's otherwise, easy. Yeah, that one's Otherwise, you, you, need your, uh, you need your cooler to do it. All right. Uh, Brandon Staley, sleaze guy, is at it again. And this time it's not Al. It's not Travis. It's his players that want to know what the <laughs> hell is going on. And all of the on. NFL world. <laughs> That's coming up next. It's Travis Slee, 710 ESPN. <laughs>